0: Terms and conditions apply. Are you ready for this? Sean Merriman, a one-hand back, Boom, boom, boom. Out go the lights. This is Lights Out with Sean Merriman.
1: What's up, guys? We're back again with another Lights Out podcast with me, Sean Merriman. And we're back uh, again this week. And um, we got a a really cool guest today. And and something that we don't talk about as much. I know I had a few guests come on. I had Lorenzo Neal. Um, Akbar, Audrey, and Miller to come on, and we talked about financial literacy. Today, we have a a great agent, Nicole Lynn, uh, who happens to have a book coming out, and you know she is a uh, is an agent and a great agent at that. Um, but one of the one of the things that she's been talking about over this this period of time, and one thing that I've heard her talk personally about is uh, financial literacy and helping these guys out, uh, especially when they get drafted, putting a plan for them in, in place. Because I feel that. There's not a plan for a lot of guys, especially when you come out of school early. or you come from a background like I came from where a lot of these things aren't taught. So uh, we got a great guest coming up, Nicole Lynn. How are you?
2: Hey, thank you for having me.
1: Which uh, which part of the country are you in?
2: I am in Houston, Texas.
1: Okay. You, you know, I've been meaning to um, kind of cross paths uh, for some time. Uh, you got a, a couple guys guys I know that you represent. And uh, I just thought it was um, it was it was great to hear. And I've heard you speak a few times, especially on um, the financial literacy part um, that I think that a lot of guys uh, need to hear. Yes. Right. And and I'm talking about my, my uh, 10 year old self of mine, too, um, because I think we all go through that where, um, you know, you just come into your money. You just come into success for the first time. Your head's kind of spinning. You don't have any experience in you know, a, a lot of guys, especially the younger guys, you know, depending on where you come from, make a lot of mistakes. Um, and, you know, just to hear you talk about that has just been unreal. And, you know, I appreciate you for that. Can you talk a little bit about your book?
2: The book is called Agent You. Show up, do the work and succeed on your own terms. You know, this book is really me pulling back the curtain on how I got to where I am. It's it's, you know, my raw, unfiltered story, but it also is a blueprint. You know, the number one question I get all the time is, how did you do it? And so this is the blueprint for anybody that's chasing their dreams, anybody that's, you know, chasing after a goal. I want to teach the reader how to be their own agent, how to advocate for themselves, how to negotiate their own deal, how to get a seat at the table, how to find their life's purpose. So this is that this is that, you know, with the checklist of how of how to get there.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, one thing that, uh, you know, kind of read about you, Nicole, is uh, your, your upbringing and some of the things you went through in I relate a lot to that because, you know, a few times growing up, I was homeless and I lived in shelters and back of the cars and things like that. And I always say this, um, those things, even though it was a a terrible time in my life, has shaped a lot of what's going on now in my life. And the reason why I'm able to, you know, always push forward, always keep things positive, no matter what's going on. How much of that has helped you and some of your upbringing, the things you dealt with? Um, to, you know, kind of your success now?
2: You know, I think it, it gave me the, it, it made me an empath. So it gave me the empathy for people that grew up like me, you know, grew up like you. I've had the same stories, homeless, living in cars, not knowing what I'm going to eat the next day as a child. And so when I'm working with people that have similar stories to me or athletes, I can just relate on a different level, right? And it, it also gave me a different level of grit. You know, there was no plan B for me. There's no trust fund. There's nobody to fall on. And so it was either I made it or I didn't. And so I, I always had that, you know, that drive that maybe others didn't.
1: No, I, I, absolutely. I, I I say this it puts something in you that most people don't have, right? I mean, until you really struggle and you know what it you don't you know you know what it's like to um to kind of wake up and not know what's going to happen the next day. I remember coming home from practice and seeing um, eviction notices on on the door or the sheriffs coming in, uh, to um, to kick us out. And. Yep. You know, so when when people say they're having a hard day, right? My my hard days were a lot different. So I look at everything on a grand scheme of things, and I'm I'm able to put a lot of things in perspective. Now, how how, how have you passed this? Because you know, obviously, these guys are coming out of college, um, you know, young, and sometimes early. I came out as a junior, and you know, you got all these people just coming at you, pulling at you left and right. How how do you separate yourself when you're going to, you know, being able to talk to new guys, right? Because you got these agents here. Some of them are walking up on the college campuses. Some of them, you know, just they're always around. And, and a lot of these guys, they aren't good guys, right? They're just, they're in it for the wrong reason. So how do you kind of separate yourself when, um, you know, maybe discussing a, a new guy coming to sign with you?
2: You know, I think my work speaks for itself. You know, a lot of my guys have friends in the league or in college and they talk. And so a lot, you know, you get to kind of see that I do it differently when I'm meeting with recruits, you know, we're talking about the contracts and the negotiation, all that's great, but that's a bare minimum. You know, my conversations are always also about what are we going to do when the game is over? What does that look like? And how am I going to be there right beside you when the NFL, which I think stands for not for long and that ends.
1: Right. No, no, a hundred percent. And you talk, talk about what are you doing after the game and, so I own a MMA league called Lights Out Extreme Fight, and I have a bunch of former guys, former NFL rugby, former at pro athletes that are kind of transitioning into that next phase, and they want to fight. I mean, I know it sounds like more of a, a brute kind of thing to do, but there's a lot of guys that are just strictly competitive yeah. who get done early. You know, I got I got injured. I I, I blew my knee out. I came back from that, and I blew my Achilles out right after that. So I had two back-to-back major injuries, and I got done when I was 28 going on 29 years old. Yep. Um, and so you still have a lot, of, a, a lot of time left for another career. For me, I got into this in space. How, how are you helping guys? Because that's the hardest part, the transitioning. Um, I remember sitting on set. Uh, I had a deal with NFL Network, uh, and I was doing a commentator thing when I got done. And when I got off set, I was like, damn, this, this isn't enough. Like, I was still going through it for a year or two trying to figure things out, even though I had plenty of things lined up. Yeah. How are you
2: helping guys transition after the game? I start talking about it on day one it's a lot easier to talk about plan B when plan A is still intact. It's a lot harder to talk about plan B, when we have nothing else going. And so I find that let's figure that out while you're at the pinnacle or the height of your career. Not when you're on the way out, you know, you're in a better headspace to have those conversations. And then I also, you know, really encourage and push all my guys to finish their degree. Those are things that you, you know, you're 40 and you don't want to go back and do that. You want to have that over with. And so we do that in the off season with all my players. And we do externships. And, they, you know, if they want to start a business, we make sure they have advisors. All of that is early on conversations. And I find that that's a lot easier for their transition.
0: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpresscom Amax.
1: I say that all the time, and you know, you have a lot of guys that want to pick up and start doing something to get done. And you know what I what I tell them Nicole, I said, "Look, I, I'm not saying that's 100 percent the case, but when you're done, there's a lot of people that don't that don't give a damn, right? I mean, you're not in the same light as you were when you were playing and you were on top of the world and you were on top of your game. Um, and so you have to build these relationships early on." You know, don't go to these people when you get done and you're trying to figure things out, um, you know, get get into your, your local towns, get, in, get into whatever it is, charity or whatever you whatever you plan on doing when you're done. Start doing it early on. Agreed.
2: Absolutely. You know, and also while your name is still hot, unfortunately, you know, when you're an athlete, it doesn't always your name does not continue to stay, you know, with the buzz. And so use your brand and your hype while you have it.
1: I, I think that's the most important thing, and I said this, um, and I say it all the time about building a brand. And a lot of guys have to understand what that is, right? Um, because it, it's ne- not necessarily that you, you have to be a star at NFL. Um, you, you know, you're gonna have your couple big name guys per team, but you know, on the rest, kind of on the rest of the roster, you're gonna have a lot of guys that people don't know, especially when they get done playing. But you still have a brand and so just talk 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 a little bit about uh helping guys build their brand whether it's through you know intellectual property whether it's through copyright or you know, just something something that you kind of help them put together um so they have that longevity
2: yeah you know I actually talk about this in my book and it's not just for athletes you know every single human is a brand lawyers engineers accountants whoever you are you should be building your brand professionally and personally and so i can encourage my guys to come up with pillars you know three or four pillars that are basically the basis for your brand. What is what are those pillars? Is it faith? Is it family? Is it comedy? And every single thing that you do should fall within those pillars. You know, and then like you mentioned, finding if you have a logo, making sure legally that you you own that by getting a trademark or you know if you're doing any of merchandise business, making sure you have the right business entities so that your taxes are done correctly. And so building a brand is is twofold, but that second part of the actual physical merge brand, we, we we help with all of the business formation and making sure everything's set.
1: That That's extremely helpful because I, I was fortunate enough, uh, you know, I had Lights Out and I bought Lights Out from a uh, another company in Irvine, California back in 2006. You know, I, but I had the kind of the mindset to already start getting those things set. But when you start talking about intellectual property or guys owning a brand or building a brand or showing them what their brand worth, um, you know, the, a lot of guys they come in and they just don't they don't understand, right? They've never heard of it, so um, that's that's big ups to you for kind of putting these guys up on it early on because times is changing. Like when I when I play, guys are getting paid, but like now they're really getting paid, right? know? Like, like they're that. the contracts are are just astronomical and out of this world. And so how do you how do you um, well what, these are one of the things, but it's a personal question for me too. What what are some of the biggest Uh, Downfalls you see with guys early on. For me, it was you know kind of separating the the whole family thing. Like family was my hardest thing to deal with when I first got into the NFL and I first got my own. Um, Are you still seeing the same thing? You know, family or close friends and kind of all the people that were around growing up.
2: Oh yeah, I mean that is still a day to day issue, Um, but it's because most of my guys have big hearts. They want to help everybody. You know, they want everybody along the journey with them and. It's tough. I deal with this personally myself, but it's it's saying, hey, I've got to protect me first. And, and that's hard for us. Like we're we're taught, we grow up of saving the hood, saving our parents, saving yep. everybody. And so I have to help my guys say, hey, it's OK to think about you.
1: OK, well, hey, Nicole, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you for jumping on and, uh, and you know getting these guys um, together. Right. Because especially where a lot of us come from, we don't have it. And so uh, I appreciate you for, um, you know, keeping these guys on track and more success and good luck on that book. Hopefully it's number one. Thank you. Thanks guys for listening to another Lights Out podcast. Me, Sean Merriman. Um, And that was really cool um, that Nicole jumped on. And just talked about for her book. Um, I think it's going to be a great book. If if it's anything like I've heard her talk about over the last couple of years, um, and helping guys out, being a great agent in the industry, being a woman agent in the industry, and just doing her part. So, thank you guys for listening in to another Lights Out podcast. From me, Sean Merriman. Keep leaving those reviews, those great reviews. I try to read as many of the messages as possible. Um, and when you hear the podcast, make sure you repost and tell tell your friends, cousins, uncles, brothers, sisters, brothers, all that to uh, (laughs) subscribe, and uh, well, always, I appreciate your support. Thank you.